The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Hello and welcome to the Gardening in Canada podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm a soil scientist. I like to take that science and apply it to all things plants, both indoors and outside. And in today's podcast, we're talking about the moon phases and whether or not it actually affects plants, when you should start seeds, when you should harvest, all that fun stuff, but of course, based in science. So let's get started. Hello, hello, plant people. How are you guys doing today? Welcome to the podcast and another week of greatness. You guys have to come visit me over on Instagram or wherever you uh, like to socialize because I've had some of you actually reach out and say hello and that you found me via the podcast. So I'm hoping some of the audio issues are getting fixed slowly. Full discretion here. I uh, Disclosure, discretion, disclosure. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not a podcaster. Um, this is my first round ever at podcasting, but I'm glad you guys are enjoying the content and the information, obviously fixing the audio issues because that is irritating. Um, I, When I listen to it on my phone, it sounds okay, uh, but I guess if you are in my Jeep, like when I'm driving and I listen to my podcast, it sounds okay. But with headphones, I guess it's not ideal. So I got to work on that. Sorry for those issues. But anyways, let's get into moon and its effects on the plant. So some of the history behind this is old. It is folklore (laughs) and it is ancient societies ranging from the Celts in Britain to the Moraes in New Zealand, I'm probably saying that wrong, and then more famously and recently, the Farmer's Almanac. So folklore, ancient societies, I even read that the Romans had written about this um, a little bit as well. So this is knowledge that has been passed down for thousands of years, I'm assuming thousands of years. And so is there something to it or is this just people being superstitious? So one thing that lunar experts do also mention is that it's not just about seed starting. It's also about when you pick your fruit. So if you pick your fruit on a full moon, uh, it can weigh more than if it's picked on a new moon. And so for personal consumption, if you want to actually store this, it also stores better if it's picked on a new moon 
versus a full moon. So I mean, these are just some really interesting things. Um, there are four sets of rules when it comes to seed starting, however. I'm gonna read these rules out for you because I don't personally moon phase plant, so I don't know the rules, I had to write them down. So the first quarter moon cycle is the new moon to full moon. And this is when things like leafy greens, lettuce, cabbage, spinach should be planted. The second quarter moon cycle is half full to full moon. So this time frame is when it's best to plant things with seeds in it. So things like tomatoes, beans, peppers, cucumbers, zucchini, things of that nature. The third quarter moon cycle is full moon to half full, and this is best for things that go underground. So plants that are, or also plants that are perennials. So things like tomatoes, uh, sorry, potatoes, garlic, or raspberries, um, onions, things of that nature. The fourth quarter moon cycle is half full to new moon, and you do not plant. This is the time to weed and mow and kill pests. So that's kind of like the general four rule. And each phase lasts, uh, you know, a certain number of weeks. And one thing I will note is that the phases may not line up with your last frost date. Meaning, if you follow moon planting, you may notice that your start times will differ year to year. And in some cases, it may feel like you're planting really late or you're planting really early. And I think that from what I was reading, it can be up to two weeks, give or take. But the theory here is that if you're planting with the moon cycles, that your germination rates and your overall plant will be just fine. So for example, this year, um, when I was reading, the time to start like your tomatoes and peppers is a little later than what I would normally recommend people to start at. And that's because it doesn't follow the last frost date, it follows the moon. So the science behind this is what I'm interested in. Is there science to suggest that this does anything? So we know that mammals and humans, um, our internal timing mechanisms, our circadian rhythm, our biological clock can all be affected by full moons. You can ask mothers if their children are a little crazier on a full moon, they're going to say yes. And you can ask ER nurses if, you know, the ER is wild on a full moon and they also will say yes. People in law enforcement will say the same thing. And so it does have an effect on humans. However, um, one thing to keep in mind is that plants up until recently were not thought to have circadian rhythm or any sort of biological clock. And it wasn't until recent um, studies have come out to change our views on this as plant scientists and soil scientists have indicated that there is some sort of internal circadian rhythm or biological clock with plants. We don't fully understand it, but the fact that it's there means that it can also likely be affected by the moon in theory compared to what we see with mammals and humans. The moon also is most famous for affecting oceans and tides. So it changes how tides move in and out, it can change waves and how large waves can be. And so overall, it has an effect on water. But one thing that's important to note is that we don't usually see these effects on smaller bodies of water. 
So if we look at the, the data, it doesn't suggest that the moon affects things like rivers or lakes. And on an even larger scale, when we look at the Great Lakes, the, some of the biggest lakes on the planet, we again notice that there isn't an effect, the moon doesn't affect the water movements in these areas. It's just the ocean, really large bodies of water. So that would mean on a smaller scale, when it comes to seed starting and germination, it's unlikely that there's going to be any sort of notable effect on water. So there was a 10-year study done by Dr. Frank Brown at the Northwestern University. I cannot find this study to save my life. I don't know if it exists, to be totally honest. I'm convinced it doesn't and that people just reference it to validate moon phases, despite the fact that it's, it doesn't exist. I cannot find it. So if you can find it, please come visit me over on Instagram and send me the link. I'd be very interested in reading this. I've looked high and low. I cannot find it anywhere. But there are some interviews and conversations on things that I have found in regards to plants and the moon, not necessarily referencing seed starting and germination, but we can kind of piece some of these other studies together to give us an idea of how the moon does overall affect our plants. So one thing that we do know is um, Dr. Barlow did a study on the movement of water in plants based on the moon. So the particular area that he was looking at or that he noticed this movement in under the moon cycles was where the leaf meets the stem, also known as the joint. Um, and it has a special name also called the pulvinus. So the water movement in this area was noted to change based on the moon cycles. The other thing that we already know is um, as a known fact is the movement of plant leaves based on the light in, in, the, in our area. So if we have a full moon, we tend to have more light and so our leaves will move according to that. The other thing is the gravitational pull that the moon has on the earth. So this is what causes the change in tides. This can also cause plant leaves to rise and fall, um, lift and drop depending on the time of year. So Barlow made a statement in an interview that he uh, was in, and he said that he knows that the science is not mainstream science, but he hopes that his paper that he published in regards to water movement in plants based on the moon helps or encourages people to revisit this whole idea. So that's a really interesting statement. Um, with that being said, could it be that when we seed start based on the moon phases, it may not affect germination, but because we started our plants at a certain moon phase, the plant as it becomes an adult is growing up in certain moon phases because the moon phases are always in order. Meaning, is the movement of water in the adult plant what ultimately helps increase the yields um, and starting them the seeds at the specific time is what helps kick off that whole kind of domino effect. Maybe it's possible and that's kind of where my brain went as a scientist 
um, trying to explain why people swear by this method. So is that possible? Maybe. I don't know or I'm not convinced that um, water movement into the seed is what's happening there with the moon phases. Um, so just keep that in mind. There was another study that was also very interesting. It was done by Katarina um, at the Stockholm University in Sweden. So she discovered that a very rare plant called the Ephedera fomina um, had its pollen affected by the full moon. The pollination of this plant was completely governed by the full moon itself. So this doesn't have to do with water movement, it has to do with actual pollination. So this is really, really cool. And again, she made a statement. She said, unfortunately, scientific work on lunisolar impacts on biological systems has sometimes been almost ridiculed. The field has probably been hampered by unjustified skepticism and therefore well-conducted and interesting papers such as the one she wrote and the one that Dr. Barlow wrote are going to help to revamp the conversation. So kind of neat. Now, based on these two studies, I'm convinced that the moon and the moon phases has an effect on plants. That is without a doubt. Now, I think the effects are more so seen on the adult plant, meaning could it affect yields depending on when you're harvesting and that sort of thing? Of course, but I don't know if it affects the actual germination of seeds. However, starting your uh, plant at a certain moon phase technically may help the adult plant grow up in certain moon phases, which again, from these studies shows that it can affect things such as water movement and maybe even pollination in some um, events. So very, very interesting stuff. I would love to know your guys' thoughts on this, so please let me know what you think. Um, this was a fun research project and uh, podcast to put together. I hope you guys did enjoy. I want to thank you guys so much for listening in. Uh, be sure to rate or like this podcast. Do whatever you need to do. It's doing actually pretty well overall, supposedly. Uh, the views. I mean, I think it's like 300 per episode. It's a big deal apparently in the podcasting world. So I want to thank you guys so much for your support, despite the fact that there's audio issues and all that jazz. And I will most definitely talk to you guys next week. See ya. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.